Howdy. <laughs> Howdy, it's Friday, August 3rd, and this is episode 78 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What is good, Craig? It's good that we're in Atlantic City, sitting in a brand new Hard Rock Hotel and Casino room, with our outline scribbled on the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino pad. <laughs> it's a truly beautiful outline, I wish you could see it. Yeah, it's it's... The least organized outline we've had, so no guarantees as to how this episode's going to turn out, but uh, we just thought it'd be a good idea to actually do a podcast while we were here in Atlantic City and things were a bit fresher and, and try to get kind of part one of our, our trip review out there a little a little earlier. So hopefully you all can hear the people walking by outside the room, and more importantly, hopefully they can hear us and yes. are wondering what the heck is going on in this room. So I, I did feel awkward just walking around Atlantic City with the snowball microphone, just toting it everywhere, people staring at me, probably having no idea what that was. Yeah, it doesn't even really look like a microphone. It's, it's just like a big, a big black thing. Yeah. Mm. So that was good. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's dive right in. So we've spent a lot of time in Hard Rock and Ocean this trip. So I think we talked a bit about our initial impressions in our last trip review right after the opening, but this is a lot different now because it's not nearly as crazy as it was on opening day. So what do you think? I mean, I think we were right when we said that we'd get a much better feel for the properties when they were not jam-packed. I'll say I think my general impression of Ocean is mostly the same. Like, it's a really nice property, but there's a bunch of construction that needs to be done. Um, I don't know if you want to just start with Ocean, since that's where sure. we spent a lot of time yesterday. But, uh, like, it's it's obviously a beautiful property, but it feels very, to me, it feels very much like it's in its infancy. Some of the service is still not quite sorted out. There's a lot of construction going on in the sports book. Some of the restaurants are not done yet. Like, there's they seem to be working, like, down to the minute to try to get some stuff open. Uh, Cereal Town, not Cereal open. Town, yeah, not open yet. Um, no buffet. Yeah, no buffet yet. There's another restaurant I think they're still working on, but I can't remember what it is. Um, that's what happens when we have hand-scribbled notes here about uh, about our thoughts. But what about you? What You know, I think you were really high on Ocean after we left. Do you feel the same way? So, super honestly, I spent way less time in Ocean than you guys did yesterday. I spent almost my entire day at Hard Rock. Um, yesterday. So I don't really have any new thoughts on Ocean necessarily. I mean, it's still a nice property with beautiful rooms, which we'll talk about. Uh, But I didn't gamble at all at Ocean. And I just walked around and it's the same as always. It's a nice property, but I I will say, and maybe this is something that should be saved for later for another episode, that I am probably a bit more pessimistic about Ocean now than I was coming into this trip. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we're there on a Thursday night. It was certainly more crowded than it was really ever when it was Revel, but the casino floor was not particularly crowded. No. Uh, we went to um, American Cut to get a drink, and it was completely empty. Yeah, there was a point I think where there was like one other person at the bar and nobody eating in the restaurant at seven thirty or seven forty-five on a Thursday night. And a few more people showed up to the bar, but it just seemed really quiet. I mean, the bartender did say it got 
really, really crowded on the weekends, which is a good sign, but it's not very good if it can't even have anyone seated there on a, on a Thursday night, which you'd think is, you know, one of the bigger nights for people making an extended weekend out of a trip. So, so, so I think we should, we should tackle this one property at a time. So I didn't actually see your room with Paul and you didn't go into a room last time you were in Ocean. So what was your impressions of the room in Ocean, I guess, your first time in? I mean, it's, it's a gorgeous room. I'm pretty sure they didn't do too much to it, but uh, certainly very high-end um, rivals the Borgata basic room. We were obviously just in a basic room at Ocean. I don't think – I was expecting it to be – miles ahead of Borgata, because the Borgata room, like, it's very nice, but you can tell that it's a little bit old, like, it's been a few years since it, it has been updated, but really, when you think about it, it's probably been a few years since the the Ocean Rooms have been updated, right? Revel opened mm-hmm. in, what, 2012, so, um, you know, it's been five years or six years or whatever for them, I think that's right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to completely contradict what I just said about how we should leave this episode out and say, since we're sitting inside of a hard rock room right now, how does that compare, do you think, to Borg and, and Ocean? So it, it's weird because I think it's hard for me to judge because of the expectations. I had seen pictures of the hard rock rooms in the other tower. So I'm actually in the the old, what is it, the South Tower. It's the old like main Taj Tower, not the Chairman Tower. Uh, it's now the North Tower here. And I had seen pictures of the North Tower rooms at Hard Rock and was kind of underwhelmed and was surprised. But apparently the North Tower needed much less work done. And I really was impressed when I came into this room in the South Tower. And I think it looks great. The renovation is is really fantastic. It's a really well-done room. The little Hard Rock touches are neat. Uh, I was disappointed in the pictures I saw that the rooms weren't so Hard Rocked out. And they're not really, and I don't think pictures are going to really do that justice, but like when you're sitting in the room, it does feel like a hard rock room. That's my main impression too. I know one of our big complaints about hard rock after our first trip is that it didn't necessarily feel like hard rock, but sitting in this room, I think it does feel like hard rock. It feels like the hard rock in Vegas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it definitely, it feels like a hard rock to me. Yeah, and so it's funny because we've made this comparison a bunch of times and talked about how it's not really an appropriate comparison because it's a different company that owns the Hard Rock in Vegas and just licenses out the name. But you're right. I mean, the room actually does have a very similar feel to me to that Hard Rock Vegas room that we were in. Um, So, I mean, this is pretty much exactly what I wanted out of the room, and I'm really impressed and and happy with it. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's very nice. It's very well done. It's obviously spent a ton of money in here. Yeah, all new furniture. Right. Uh, My view is of the... The North Tower? The North Tower and, and the showboat. But if you, you know, squeeze behind the couch and crane your neck out, you can see the beach in the ocean. But mm-hmm. I would not call it an ocean view room, which I, I don't think they did. Uh, the other thing is I booked this room on a diamond tier match, that diamond tier match that they were running. Not like coming to the casino and getting your status match, but you could actually just call up and say, hey, I'm a diamond status. Can can I book a, a free night? Um, so I booked this Friday night. And when I showed up, I handed them my diamond card, and they just didn't know what to do with it. They were like, you take this up to the other place. And I was like, well, what about, like, they told me I would need to show an ID and a diamond card because it's a status match. And they were like, I don't know, your room's marked as comp. Like, (laughs) (laughs) go up and get your free play. And so I I didn't have to bring them back the Rock Royalty card or anything. Like, it seemed like I could have just said I was diamond and showed up and nobody would have said anything. And now you get two more free nights. So, so they're... As a Rock Royalty, which is what they match Diamond to, it's the highest tier actually at Hard Rock, one of the perks is two free nights, uh, including weekends. 
that you have to book within three months of, of when you tier match. Um, I'm not sure if you actually have to use them. And when I asked, she said, she was just like, I don't know, it expires in three months. Like, what do you want? And, but I think most of the time that means that you have to book, but you can book further out. Uh, I think, I think they told me, cause kind of as a spoiler, I also got matched to rock royalty and I think I was told to book within 30 days. Oh, it's interesting. To okay. stay here within 90 days. But I'm not uh, 100%. Okay. I mean, I don't know why they would not book you in, say, December when it's going to be empty. But <laughs> Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping that they don't, like, make the connection that this is my – basically using my Rock Royalty free night thing. So, that also, the two nights have to be in one stay. You can't book, like, a night and then another night later. She did make that very clear. And I'd heard that before. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the room talk I think for here and for ocean. I mean, we had started on ocean and now we're talking a bunch about hard. So real, real quick, one, two, three, the three rooms for ocean hard rock. Uh, man. I mean, I think I'd probably say ocean number one just because of the incredible Mm -hmm. view and it is newer. I'd probably go Borg 2 and Hard Rock 3, but it's a very, very close 2-3. Like, to me, it's like you could you could rank them any order you want and be right. Uh, my personal preference, I probably prefer this room over a Borgata room, and I think that's more because it's on the boardwalk, and right now this property's new and exciting. But if I was just trying to be objective, I would say Ocean, Borg, Hard Rock. I think it depends on what you want out of a room. Certainly, Ocean has the big you know, like full wall windows and it's very pretty, but in terms of style, I mean, it's very modern. Borgata is very classic. And I'd say this is like hip classic or something. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're all very nice products and it just depends what you want. I think, I don't know. I think this room might kind of be the most, my style that I like the best, but I mean, I just walked in 15 minutes before recording. So it's a little. It feels a little more unique, which I think is nice. Like uh, right. the the ocean room to me very much felt like a Borg room at the ocean <laughs> with with a incredible ocean view. Right. So, I mean, the view really is spectacular yeah. in those ocean rooms. So I don't think you can go wrong with any of the three. And I think I mentioned last episode uh, that I I do want to try to get back to a Borg room at some point because I think that. I just need to see it again after having been in Ocean and, and Hard Rock just to see how it compares before the end of the year, before okay. year-end wrap-up. So you mentioned that, you know, I'm staying in much nicer rooms than you because you were in <laughs> Valley's Garden Tower. I was in the Garden saying. Tower, which was, it was fine after I got moved out of my first room because there was water everywhere in it. <laughs> but, uh, so my second Garden Tower room that I got after, after calling down and getting room switched, um, it was... A room that was okay. The garden is like completely laughable in yeah. the middle. I said bunch Craig, of concrete. Another yeah, it's a concrete with like six little planters with like a bush in it. <laughs> it's not a garden, and you were garden level even. In it was it was pretty horrible, but uh, the room itself it's reasonably newly renovated. You can tell uh, it has the classic CET problem of the shower did not drain at all this morning. So that's never a good sign. So not the nicest, but I will say, I think it is a nicer room than the room I have tonight, which is in the Tropicana West tower, which I think I've been on record as saying are perhaps the worst rooms in Atlantic city. I don't think that's true. (laughs) You think, you think it's better than like Valley tower or like Dennis tower. Yeah. 
at the West Room, they're so bad, though. I mean, they're, like, on the level of the unremodeled resorts rooms before they redid all of them. And I think they're, I think they're like, a newer version of that room. I don't. <laughs> well, if you're going to come down and we're going to go to breakfast tomorrow, you need to come back in and give it another look. I think they might be the worst room product in the city. So it's not even, like, there's a couple, like, usually when I'm in the West Tower, it's got, like, the bad, like, Flamingo, Vegas, linoleum, fake hardwood floors. But the room I'm in actually just has carpet. I don't even think it's been renovated to the point oh, of that. I mean, okay, you have to see it then. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, so and and the thing that was yeah. annoying was I booked the South Tower online. I, I had a comp, and it gave me some selections, and I chose the South Tower, and I went on to the front desk, and he's like, all right, you're in West Tower room, whatever. And I was like, I booked the South Tower. Like, I came here because I booked the South Tower. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. We just give you a room where there's availability. If you're on a comp, you just are at our mercy, basically. And everything you do doesn't matter. Which seems a little strange because you'd think normally, like, comp players are people that they're trying to get to keep coming back. But who knows? I I, I don't know. So, I mean, it's, as you know, I do stay in Tropicana every trip. And I'm never really super thrilled with it. So, I don't know. One day I'm going to have to just cut the cord and stop going to trial because it's yet another kind of strike on their record. Well, you could no-play them today and maybe they... Well, I'm going to no-play them today. If I was going to play, I was going to play a little tomorrow morning. So, So should we talk... I mean, we talked a little bit about Ocean. You didn't spend much time there except that you went with us to Distrito at, at Ocean. I thought it was... It was not as good as I remember. I it was. I, I I think it's reasonably priced, and as I put it during dinner last night, it's good, not great. My yeah. tacos were good. The guacamole I got was good. Uh, it didn't blow me away. I think I did remember it being slightly better, but I think it's a solid choice if you have a budget and just want something quick. Yeah, and it is reasonably priced. The food is like fairly filling. The portions are decent mm. for what the the price is, except like the guac's really expensive. I thought the guac was expensive. Yes, uh, I think it was like eighteen bucks. For no, it was, it was twelve. Oh, was it? It was. I think it's still a little expensive for some chips out of a bag and some guacamole. <laughs> but it was good. The guac was good. Uh, so Paul and I went to the Sky Cafe at Ocean for lunch, and we were a little nervous about it. Uh, it's up on the lobby level. Cool atmosphere. Very like. I thought it was very, like, tropical resort feeling. You're, like, overlooking the pool, and you can eat at... Well, you can drink out at the pool. You actually can't eat at the pool. Uh, and it was a very neat view, but I was worried that the food was going to be subpar, because a lot of times you... You're paying, for, you're paying for the view. Yeah, and it's just, like, a sort of generic lobby bar. You wouldn't really expect the food or drinks to be great. And the menu is really small. It's, like, a small one-page menu with some appetizers and some, uh, like, share plates and salads and stuff and a couple sandwiches but uh i got the sushi roll tuna roll uh that was actually pretty good we shared the korean style wings that were like really small wings but a bunch of really small wings uh, i thought those were pretty solid my brother got the lamb sliders that were good um so everything was good and then the drinks were really good so the cocktails were pretty good so uh, the one thing that was lacking is our waiter just like disappeared for 20 minutes and my brother was trying to get another cocktail and he went up to the bar and was like, Hey, can I just order a cocktail here? Cause I haven't seen our waiter. And the bartender was like, no, I need to like find your waiter. And he was just like off God knows where we hadn't even seen him like wandering around in the restaurant. So eventually he finally did come back and we were able to get another cocktail and pay and get out of there. But, uh, I'll chalk that up to more growing pains at ocean. But it does, I mean, that kind of stuff, I feel like, happens a little bit 
too often <laughs> the ocean. ocean and yeah. we're like hearing a little bit too much about that and it does kind of hurt my impression of the place um you were with us at american cut which you talked about we went and got some penicillin cocktails at american cut well not we you yeah you and there. you and paul got penicillin i got a smoked old-fashioned that they like light a plank of cedar wood on fire and then put the smoke in the glass uh i thought the smoked old-fashioned was actually not particularly good but the penicillin what did you think it was good you were never had one before but it was like it tasted like scotch but with less of a kick essentially which was pretty tasty you're on record as not being a cocktail guy i'm not a cocktail guy but i enjoyed it i mean i am a big scotch fan so Uh, it seems like a cocktail i would enjoy I think that's most of the eating and drinking that we did at, at Ocean. So probably pretty much wraps up Ocean. Um, yeah. So do you want to move on to Hard Rock? Sure. Where we spent, or at least I spent, almost all day yesterday. Well, one thing I'll say, add about Ocean, that was a complaint about Revel, and I still just, it seems so bizarre when you're staying there, is exiting the casino, I mean, exiting the room. When you're in the room, you can't get to the casino directly from the room on an elevator. And you can't exit the property directly. So if you're leaving, you either have to go down to the lobby level, which is actually like whatever. It's like floor six or something. Yeah, and then take four escalators down to the ground. Right. Or take two elevators. And the wait for the lobby level elevators can be pretty long. So that was kind of frustrating. But uh, it's it's very weird. It's such such a weird design choice that's almost unfixable, so I don't really know what they do about that. But that's my last thought, <laughs> downer thought to end on for Ocean. But it's a very nice property still. Yeah. That was beautiful. I mean, being up on that lobby level and going out to the terrace or being in the rooms, it, it's really nice. But The pool was packed, by the way. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm nervous. I was not impressed by the number of people there yesterday at all. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> So, I mean, Hard Rock, which we were kind of down on, I thought, after our last trip, both of us seemed very underwhelmed. Uh, do you have a new impression of the place after spending a ton of time there yesterday? Yeah, so I spent basically, oh, I don't know, at least six hours total in the Asia room here at Hard Rock yesterday, I'd say. And I think it's fantastic, uh, that room specifically. Uh, so the Asia room in Hard Rock is you have to walk into the high limit area and then go back into the left and then go a little farther back into the left. <laughs> and then you're in the Asia room, which is a gorgeous room. And it has one of me and Craig's personal favorites, yellow chips. Yeah, $20. So all the, all the tiles in poker, $20 limits. Uh, the room is beautiful. We had a Fantastic time there yesterday. I had perhaps a bit too good of a time there. And uh, a good service. There we did have a very brief like between one round it was a little bit I think there was a shift change or something. Yeah. But for well, the most part I think you got pretty good service in there. So uh, here's the thing. With how everything was laid out yesterday, when we were playing Pygot Poker, the service was fantastic. When we were playing tiles, we were the only table open in that whole row. And I think a lot of times the waitress just Saved some steps and did yeah. not go to that row. It was all the way back. A little unfortunate. But uh, I'd say that, you know, whatever, that can be fixed or whatever. When it's more crowded, more tables are open, they'll clearly come everywhere. But th- that was the one kind of downside. But it, it's really just a gorgeous room. It's, I, bar none now, the best place to play Asia games in Atlantic City. No doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I met uh, Denny and Keith at the... 
bar, this Hard Rock Cafe Central Central mm-hmm. Bar downstairs, and I was saying like, oh, if you guys play blackout poker at all, you need to go back into that room because that really for me, just like walking back into the room is what made me go from like, eh, I'm sort of like lukewarm on the property to wow, this is a great property, which is kind of crazy. Like just everything about it's gorgeous. The chandeliers, the the like wall art, the chairs are mm-hmm. beautiful, um, very comfortable. The service was great. I thought the de- I mean, the dealers, I mean, were great yeah. also. Uh, so, you know, we've sort of talked about Caesars having this amazing Asian room. Do you now feel like you have a new number one? Yeah, Asian it's room? not even close. Hard Rock is, is the best Asian room in Atlantic City. No doubt about it. And, and that's really saying something for how high we were on the Caesars Asian room. I mean, it's, I feel like kind of what's kept us going to Caesars right. for a long time. I mean, it, it's not close. Yeah. Uh, so, and the other thing I'll say, I mean, we talked about the room being more Hard Rock feeling uh, than our initial impression of the property. I would even say with it less crowded at Hard Rock, I was able to walk around a lot. And one of the really cool things that I like about the property now that I've, I really liked at Hard Rock Vegas also was as you're walking around doing whatever, you know, like I was just waiting for my brother to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And like, as I was just wandering around, like you turn around a corner and then you see some crazy Prince outfit or like ACDC guitar or something there where you're just like, oh, man, that's awesome. That's really cool to see that there. And it's got a little description, and you can just waste a bunch of time kind of wandering around and, and looking at all that stuff. And if you care at all about, you know, music history or rock rock history, there's just cool stuff everywhere. Um, so it did feel much more, especially the second floor, there's just a ton of stuff. Uh, but it does feel much more hard rock to me than it did when it was just packed with people and you couldn't even maneuver around to go see all that stuff. Yep. Uh, I don't think we have too much to say about restaurants here. We're about to go to dinner here in Hard Rock, but we have not done it yet, so you'll have to wait till the next episode to see how that goes. I did go to the Hard Rock Cafe and okay. get nachos, and Paul and I had cocktails. Uh, so that was our lunch, was just this giant plate of nachos, and it was it was fine. I don't think it was amazing, but uh, it was decent. It was a little on the expensive side once you add guacamole and steak yeah. to your nachos. Like, that will jack up the price of your nachos quite a bit. <laughs> oh, so... Another thing, just in uh, basically singing praises about hard rock. So I don't know if this is everywhere on the casino floor or maybe just in the Asia room, but what, like, you get, when you order beer, they have a big beer list, and I got Sierra Nevadas all night last night, and they come in actual pint glasses full of Sierra Nevada, which is just, I mean, that's unlike any other casino here in Atlantic City. Yeah, which is funny because we've joked about the tiny cups at, at Showboat <laughs> right. where you get like a six a ounce. A four ounce cup of Miller Lite. Light. And so yesterday I actually went to use some free play at, at Resorts because that's where I took the bus into. Mm-hmm. And I ordered a Coors Light and the waitress came back and it was like one of those little Dixie cups and it was three quarters of the way full. And when she handed it to me, I was like, I'm really going to give you a dollar for this? Like, I didn't say that, obviously. But I was just like, oh, man, this is awful compared to <laughs> the, the, like, decent beer in full pint classes. Although I, you're paying the price a little bit for your full pint Yes, I had, I had too, too many full pint classes of Sierra Nevada last night. So I have not been doing any drinking today. So one more thing I'm excited about is that the Hard Rock Cafe here is at 24 hours mm-hmm. and there's... An extensive dessert list. So I have a feeling I'll be drunkenly eating oh. some cake or something. Get down jealous. Heart. I stopped at Steel Spudge walking up here. Oh, ice cream. Nice. Um, and housed it again. Yeah. Ocean does not have anything like that. So last night I ended up eating butterscotch crimpets from the gift shop <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a Gatorade. 
Uh, so usually I'm I'm so good, and I make sure I always have Gatorades in the room waiting for me when I am in Atlantic City because I know that they will be necessary. And then I I just didn't yesterday, and then I woke up at five in the morning, being just feeling horrific and being like, I need Gatorade, and I had nothing, so I just filled my little plastic cup that was in the room up with water like five times. It. <laughs> it was not the same no. as Gatorade. And I'm still feeling the effects right now at whatever, 7.30 or whatever time it is. If you need electrolytes. Yes. I still need electrolytes. Uh, so last episode we talked about a lot about comp, how we tend to minimize our comps, mm-hmm. and I think that was the title of the episode. But have we tried anything to maximize our comps? Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. So uh, for me, the trip started with me trying to burn as many bridges as possible. I started my drive up to Atlantic City, swung into the showboat in Baltimore, which is like half hour from my house. Oh, the the horseshoe in Baltimore. I'm sorry. And just walked in, printed out a a voucher for $55 in uh, resort credits, basically. So 5,500 resort credits and walked immediately out of, (laughs) out of horseshoe and got back in my car and continued driving. So, uh, yeah, I have a very lucrative offer in uh, resort credits from Horseshoe this month where I can get like 350 total if I go every week. So I might be doing that. Presumably future times I might actually stay and gamble a little bit if I do it. But uh, So I guess that's the opposite of maximizing my comps. No. Uh, I also swung by the Hollywood Casino in Perryville, which I don't think I talked about on the show, but I've stop by there on the way back from trips before. Because uh, <laughs> you don't get enough gambling, you got to go to the tiny right. crappy casino in Maryland. Uh, it's nice. It's I mean, it's very small, but it's a casino. They have games. It's acceptable. <laughs> That's all you need. So, But yeah, I had uh, $20 in, in free play there, so I just swung in and put $100 down at a blackjack table and played that in my $20. Got my $20 free play and then left. So... Similarly, I, I am on the room at Bally's. My name is on the room. Uh, and I went and I played a little bit and I was sitting there and I had earned like 11 rewards credits or something, which is just nothing. And I was just like, this sucks. I'm going to leave and go back to Ocean or Hard Rock. I think I ended up walking back to Hard Rock. So that was it for my play at Bally's. So we'll see if I get the punitive rates, as I call them, and never get another free room there, which would be... I guess kind of disappointing, but I was saying... It would be like the fifth time you've gotten the punitive race, yeah, though, right? right? They never and last. I, and I've also said, like, I, I don't... I just don't want to stay there. Like, I just don't want to stay in Bally's anymore. And, and just so people know, like, the punitive rates are actually punitive. Craig has logged in, and his rates are higher than the publicly available rates. I've so they are legitimately yeah. punitive. Yes, I've gotten that at Total Rewards, and I've gotten at Borgato, where you log in, and it says there are no rooms available, and if you log out, it will let you buy a room. So... That's the punitive rates at Borgata. <laughs> I've gotten the higher rates at Total Rewards. It's kind of ridiculous, but I, we'll see if that happens again. Um, so that's our that's our comp minimization that we've done. You mm-hmm. did your tier match, Karis. Oh, well, do you want to talk more about your <laughs> burned bridges that you're doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a pretty rare opportunity, I think, now in Atlantic City. All the casinos are pretty desperate for players, so there's a lot of tier matching available right now. And as listeners of the podcast know, I used to be Diamond, and I haven't been Diamond in quite a while, but I had the rare opportunity to perhaps become Diamond again and get a bunch of other statuses. So uh, the first thing I did when I got into town after going to Horseshoe and Hollywood was to go to Golden Nugget, uh, 
and get matched up to their elite card, but it's a special elite card that's not actually a Golden Nugget elite card. It's like a three-month temporary Golden Nugget elite card that gives you no benefits whatsoever, <laughs> so it's like really terrible. And it but, says trade up, right? Right, and it says in big letters, like trade up, so just to make it clear, it's not a real Golden Nugget elite card. But, um... So wait, what did you use to get the elite card? My Trap Gold card from... A couple years ago. Yeah, that has no, that has data, no data on it. And is expired. Yes. Just to be clear. Yeah. So I took that, and I went to Valleys, and I tried to trade it up to Diamond, because Elite is one of the things they took. And the guy's like, no, this is this is not a real Elite card. It says trade up. Right? <laughs> right. And I was like, ah, oh, bummer. So then anyway, I came to Hard Rock, and I gave it to them to try to trade up to Rock Royalty. And they're like, all right, right this way. Like, here you go. Here's your Rock Royalty <laughs> card. So, so they took it. Yeah, so Rock Royalty comes with $150 in free play, two free nights, two free buffet passes or lounge passes, mm-hmm. uh, tickets to Howie Mandel's Comedy Club. So if you can get the Rock Royalty, which is the highest status, as we mentioned, definitely recommend it. So I got, I got that on the first try at, at Hard Rock, and then I went back to Total Rewards when it was a different shift, and I tried again, and they just were like, okay, yeah, well, elite not, matches to diamond, so. So did you try with the Rock Royalty card first, and were they Well, like, I, so no. I tried with, I'm like, do you take Rock Royalty? And they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, have a golden nugget. And they're like, oh yeah, we take that. And then they <laughs> just gave me a diamond card. So even with trade-up on it, the person was just like, whatever, yeah. and took it, so. So, and then I went to Borgata today, and I traded my diamond up into MGM Gold. Yeah, so your elite status everywhere. Yeah, now, so I can that. go to... Diamond Lounge, M4 Lounge, cannot go to the any Golden Nugget Lounges because, again, it's not a real Elite card. It does not actually give you any benefits whatsoever. Well, it gave you a lot of benefits, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> uh, so that was your tier match carousel. Should we talk about gambling yesterday in terms of trying to actually maximize instead of minimize our comps? Where we actually want to play? Sure. Apparently okay. So yesterday, the main... Actually, I think the only property that I gambled at, technically, yesterday, was uh, Hard Rock. And you and Paul came and sat down with me for an hour or two and also gambled on my card at Hard Rock. So my goal was not to open a session at Ocean, because I paid for Ocean with points not connected to a card at all. Mm-hmm. And I figured my Hard Rock reservation is not did not start until today. Mm-hmm. So I figured I would not open a session anywhere yesterday except for Bally's, where I was on a room. And I ended up not playing very much. So played on your card at... Uh, Pygo Poker and Pygo Tiles. You did open a session at Resorts yesterday. Oh, yes, I did, because I had the bus credit, so I did open a session. I actually played a decent amount of Resorts, so we'll see if I start getting a mailer at Resorts. I didn't want to totally no-play them, so played some three-year-old slots and some <laughs> video poker. I had a good time. Resorts is good if, uh, if you're just trying to play some I, slots. I, You know that I'm never someone to hoo on Resorts. I think it's a perfectly serviceable property. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, are you optimistic for your, your comp maximization uh, I mean, I didn't really, I mean, I played $20 pie gal for like six hours and two of those hours I was technically playing three-handed $20 pie gal because Craig and Paul were playing on my right. card. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I think it's like pretty mediocre, but I think it'll probably get me three rooms in the off season at least, I would guess. Yeah. And it seems like from what I've heard, Hard Rock is being pretty generous right now with your return offers after your first trip. So I would expect just the time played is going to be pretty, uh, pretty good for you in terms of what you get. Yeah. I think, I think time played is a, a big part of it. And I definitely put some hours on the hard rock yesterday and I used my $150 of slot credits, but that's it. I just 
turned them into $75 of cash and cashed out. So then I, so I actually ended up playing a little bit at Ocean on my brother's card. Uh, so I did follow through on my promise to try a new game. I played Ultimate Texas Hold'em. We sat down at a $10 table. I think I played, I don't know, maybe seven or eight hands, and five or six of them were pocket pairs or king jack or ace something where you're supposed to put down the four times bet. Uh, so Ultimate Texas Hold'em, you get your two cards. You can, before the flop, you can bet a four times bet. After the flop, you can bet two times, and then after they flip the other two cards, you can just match your bet. Um, so I had $60 out there because it's like a $10 play and $10 ante, and then four times is like four times the 10. So $60 out there for like six of the hands. Uh, lost all of – it must have been like five. Lost all those hands. Um, one one hand that – I and the other two hands were one two times bet and one – and another two times bet. One of the two times bet I won, but the dealer didn't qualify. So I think I won twenty bucks total on that bet, and the other bet I lost. So it was just brutal. Like I think it was literally eight or nine minutes of sitting there. So I don't think Paul's going to get very good comps, even with both of us playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they put in the very fast loss that happened there and recognize that a little bit. But uh, he he did, he did end up playing a bunch more slots. But I don't think yeah. me playing on his card is going to maximize him very much. I mean, I've gotten nothing and. But I only played for like two hours last time, right. and played twenty five dollar blackjack for an hour or two, and that's pretty much it. And like maybe a little bit of slots, yeah. So. And I didn't get, I don't, I'm not getting anything other over the normal like gambler's rate. I think I think my rooms right now are like seventy nine dollars during the week or sixty nine or something. So, so the the plan was to play on my card, group play on my card today at Hard Rock. I think, um, or if we ended up at Ocean to play on on Paul's, Paul's card. card. Yeah. Uh, the problem is that. That UTH session and just general other gambling not going well, uh, I feel like I kind of screwed myself over because one one downside of the group gambling that you don't really talk about is, you know, if you do one day on one person's card and one day on the other person's card, since my day is today and, you and I lost like yesterday. more than half of my gambling budget for the trip yesterday, I'm being very, very conservative in my gambling today. So now that it's like actually on my card, I'm playing, you know, penny slots and video poker and stuff that's not really going to get me much uh, comps. Um, and, you know, we haven't spent as much time gambling. So just in general, because of, uh, you know, I, I don't have as much money to play with as I did yesterday and you went off to Borg and... Yep. We kind of got a late start and all that stuff. So I kind of wonder, like, oh, this is uh, – I feel like I screwed myself over by doing this group gamble thing. Um, the flip side of that is if I had opened two days, right, like I would yeah. have really gotten more anyway. So I'll let you <laughs> – you, you can explain the counter if you want. Right. I mean, it's just – it doesn't really – I don't know. I mean, I don't think that matters too much. It's just – it's still going to be better than not doing it, right? Right. So it only would have mattered if I – had more money, like didn't play UTH or whatever, and had more money today to go more gung ho. But that's more of a question about like playing Ultimate Text Hold'em or other high variance games versus like the group gambling thing. Mm. So we'll see what happens today. I mean, I'll play some more slots probably, uh, and you know, if I end up with some budget later, I may play some craps or go to the Asian room, which obviously we've talked so highly about the Asian room. But it is nice. Uh, just a warning, you know, if you are gambling on someone else's card, don't just be like, well, I'll just spend all my money on your card. <laughs> just something to keep in mind. Yeah. 
not that I spent all my money, but uh, definitely last night I was like, oh man, that hurt. You didn't do, I mean, was it just UTH really? That yeah, you, UTH. Because you were down like 100 maybe in Pike or something. Yeah, and then I lost another 100 or so, and then more than twice that at, <laughs> at Ocean. <laughs> so, so it was really Paul that benefited from your... Yeah, except again, it was only like 8 or 9 minutes. Yeah. Like he's not going to get very much money. I think no. it was less than 10 minutes that we were at that table. Uh, so then, so you went to Borgata today, which I feel like we should talk a little bit about because you mentioned as one of your options. Yeah, seeing if I Borgata. could get. So what what did you do there? I played a ton of Pygal poker and tiles, just like. So I think maybe to take a step back, unlike Craig, this has been kind of my best financial gambling trip in a while. In that I've lost some money, but it's like. I'm down $100 or something maybe right now, which is compared, yeah, for the trip, which is compared to the last few trips is, like, really good. And just playing more Gao, whether it be poker or tiles, has just reminded me that you can just sit somewhere for an entire day and not really have to worry about your bankroll at all. Just because it's so much pushing and so much, you know, you win one, you lose two, you win one, you know, you lose one, you win two, you lose two. And it just, I don't know, you just, I feel like you hang in there right around even for such a long time. I mean, really what you end up losing for the most part is your 5% commission on every single win. And that just takes forever to eat you up. Right. So... It's been very pleasant. It's been a super low-key gambling trip for me just because I have been playing so much Pi Gao. Uh, I've played a little bit of video poker, which is actually going eh, about average, I guess. I think probably about even on video poker. At probably, Borgata, you play video poker? I played some at Borgata. I played some at Caesars. I played some at Bally's. And, yeah, I'm probably about even. I was I was completely even in video poker at Borgata. Uh, I was actually completely even period at, at Borgata. I was down a little bit at Ballets. I was up a decent bit at Caesars and video poker, which is, that's been a big change for me because like I said, last episode or a couple episodes ago, I've just been just losing every hand in video poker. So that's been an improvement and it's just been nice. It's been quiet. It's been a low key experience. So, so what about your Borgata time? Did you, uh, so what's your impression of Borgata now that you've been to these new properties? <laughs> Borgata? I So I know I said that I'm a bit more pessimistic about Ocean than I was last episode or last trip, just because there was not very many people there. Borgata was packed today. I mean, it was crazy busy. So I don't, it doesn't seem like they're being hurt as badly as I would have thought they were going to be hurt. So maybe next episode when we're sitting at computers, we can go back and revise what we think is going to happen in July yeah. with some new guesses because we'll still have time to get it out before the actual numbers come out. But Borgata seemed like it was doing just fine. Um, I had some match play, which is the real reason I went, and I matched up to MGM Gold. Uh, it's it's a nice property. I mean, it is it is what it always has been. It's a very pleasant place to be. I ate a bread and butter, which is just fantastic. It's one of the better breakfasts you can get in a casino. Um, yeah, it's good. I don't know. It's just... It's still a great property. I'm interested to see if I get anything. I, I mean, I didn't play anything too crazy. How many hours did you end up playing there? So I got there at like 11, I think, and I left at like 4.30. So I probably played for like four and a half, five hours. Most of that was probably Pi Gao, with some of it being like $1.96 Jackson mm-hmm. Batter. 
So, yeah, I don't know. It was good, though. It was a nice property, and it's somewhere, like I said, I want to spend a bit more time there. I think to really give Borgata a fair shake, I need to, at the end of the year and at our end of year kind of rewards or award thing that we do, I, I need to spend a bit more time with Borgata to really figure out how it matches up against Hard Rock and Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't spent any time at Borgata in a long time and didn't go over there today, so I feel like I have an outdated... I mean, like you said, it is what it's always been, but, right? Uh it's easy to get very enamored with ocean and hard rock and think like, these are so much nicer. And then just forget like, you know, Borgata was always very, very nice and had very good restaurants and good gambling. So, uh, do you have anything else to add about? I mean, just something that's nice about Borgata too is, and this is something specific to me. I don't think anyone else or very few of our listeners will actually care, but like, you know, I was, I've been battling a hangover all day today. And one of the nice things is, you know, I went down to the marketplace, I bought a drink down there, they have the soda fountain sitting out. So just what I would do throughout the day is I drink my cup of whether it be Coke or iced tea or root beer or whatever. And then I just get up from the table for 10 minutes and walk back (laughs) over to the marketplace and go down the escalator and fill my nice big cup back up with whatever it was that I wanted, whether it be yeah Coke or iced tea or whatever. And it's just like, that's not really a thing anywhere else in yeah. Atlantic city that I can think of. And that's something I really like, like small casinos have a lot, like just open soda fountains that you just can go and sure, get not? soda. <laughs> but I think Borgata is the only place I've seen that here in Atlantic city. And you do have to buy one cup, but I feel like it gives you kind of free reign to go back there as much as you want that day, even though I don't know that that's the rule, <laughs> but maybe they don't think it does. Right. I am going to guess that they're not. I don't right. think they care. Yeah. So what, Given all your trips so far, and we've still got, you know, a few hours of gambling left tonight and maybe very brief tomorrow. Yeah, I'll probably gamble a little at trap tomorrow, but yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? I mean, you had mentioned possibly Borgata as a potential option for future. Are you really in on Hard Rock? What are your thoughts? I don't know. I, I need to stay in Borgata before the end of the year. I think that needs to happen, even if I have to pay to do it. What I just don't. Just I don't think that... I can compare Borgata to Hard Rock or Ocean without staying there one more time. What if you leave this trip and Borgata's giving you nothing and Hard Rock's just giving you all the weekend comp rooms? It's possible. I mean, it, it could happen, especially I imagine that I I think it's actually pretty likely that I will get weekend comp rooms after Labor Day from Hard Rock. So, and I probably will not get weekend comp rooms at Borg, but maybe today will give me weekday comps, which is something I haven't had in like a pretty, a couple years from Borgata at least. But I haven't really gambled that much at Borgata either in the last few years. Yeah, and you do typically do a Thursday night involved in your Yeah, games. like I never come up during the weekend basically, so. So it's interesting because I definitely came into this trip, well, I you know, I knew that I wasn't going to tier match up in Ocean, I'm going to pay the resort fees for those two nights and just figure, you know. I mean, I'm splitting them with my brother anyway, so the cost to me is not really that high. Uh, and he even was like, do not let Ocean know that you're, like, that you're here as a player. Like, basically, don't have a player's card as far as they're concerned. I don't, I don't have a player's card there at all, so there's nothing to connect me to the room. Um, but I was definitely thinking, like, okay, well, I'll see what I get at Hard Rock this trip, and I'll, but I expect I'm going to be wanting Ocean rooms in the future once I do whatever player's club card, maybe try to get a room at Ocean with the status match, all that stuff. Um, 
and now I'm really like very all in on hard rock, which is funny because it's just a complete 180 from our last episode where I was like, oh, I'm all in on Ocean. It's the best. And I do, I still really like Ocean. I like the sports book and I think it's going to be great once it's finished. Um, but I've just really enjoyed my time at hard rock from, you know, the bar, the, the hard rock cafe, which is embarrassing to admit all the decor, the room is great. So cool to, to sort of get that impression totally changed. Yeah, no, I, I've been very impressed with hard rock as well. And it's something I was not expecting to be going into this trip. So they didn't pay us to say this, but Chickies and Pete's paid us to mention Chickies and Pete's. So Kyle, tomorrow are you going to get breakfast at Chickies and Pete's? Of course. I don't know if they even offer What other meal would you have there? Yeah, I don't know. Because their other meals are bad. So what? (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is how we lose Chickies and Pete's. (laughs) Our every last episode, sponsor. Every episode we say this is how we lose <laughs> our non-existent joke sponsor. <laughs> Should we wrap this thing up? Yeah. Go Luckily we still have some food. Clark Chamber of Commerce. We do. Yeah. They're old faithful. Yeah, I'm definitely ready to go get some food. So uh, thank you guys for listening to us, and we will kind of follow up with all of the stuff we forgot, which we didn't really have an agenda, so I'm sure it is a long list of stuff we didn't talk about and stuff that is still to come on this trip. But if you want to reach out to us and any of the other listeners to our podcast, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Uh, you can find all of our great content at do for a win.com. Uh, you can find our podcast on Stitcher iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, not YouTube. Uh, you can reach out to Craig at do for a win on Twitter or at do for a win at gmail.com. Are you impressed that I did that from memory, Craig? I am impressed. Yes. Uh, I was just going to say, like, hey, if you're in town, let us know, but this is not going to go up. No, until, time. like, Monday, Tuesday, I'm right? not about to sit in this room editing <laughs> and posting this episode. You so. should do that for the podcast while I'm downstairs gambling yeah. on my in own car and nine <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, so here's a question. Every man for themselves. So one last question before we wrap up. So Paul mentioned uh, that, you know, like 95% of the time that I'm playing at a table, I'm sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. But probably... The inverse of that, when you're at a table, I'm not there because you just play way more table games than I. Uh-huh. Can you just go up with my card and be like, "Here, yeah. I'm, I'm playing on his card, but it's not the age of you." Unless yeah. they're like, "You look underage." No. And you your ID. So. Yeah, of course. Okay, well, because that was a. I was going to say as part of my like, "Oh my god, I screwed Plus, myself over." Talk like that was part of it, but since yeah. that's not really a thing. No. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. no, it's yeah they're. You can do that both at a slot machine or a table game because they never ask for your ID unless you're Craig, who looks like he's 19. So I did get ID today when they brought. And even if ID. your ID was a different name than your player's card, I don't yeah, think I they don't would care, it. right? Like, certainly, plenty of married people play on the same card. And yeah, and I and I've heard even if you hit a hand pay when you're playing on somebody else's card, they don't well, care. I mean, like certainly your wife wouldn't be a Craig. So right. my name's a bit more unisex, so it is technically possible. But <laughs> Uh, All right, should we go get some food? Yeah, let's go get some food. So thank you guys again for listening, and we'll probably have another follow-up episode next week. Did you have a laugh at my expense? I was up at, like, Yeah, why were you up at five something? Because I was not in a good... Were you vomiting all over the place? I was not vomiting, but I did not feel good.